All right. Good evening. Who do we got? Who do we got? Big Quit Energy. Hello, hello. Good to see you. Mel, hi. Been a while, ain't it? Uh, Blame Tag, you're off tonight. Fantastic. Mad Dog, coming off of a, a very loud, loud, loud heavy metal concert. You know, Mad Dog, I never took you for a metal person, but I think it's 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 grown on you. Um, hello, Hero with uh, Henlo. I'm sure that, you know, you mistyped that. Maybe. I don't know. Um, you know, big news here in, in the retail war zone household. We have a new family member. His name is Poe. Uh, full name Poseidon. You know, we kind of had a thing where we were good with three cats, but Hero always wanted a plain white cat, and somebody she know, knew came across a litter of kittens, and one was fully white. And so Poe is now with us, and he is a ball of fire, ladies and gentlemen. Let me tell you, toddler time is crazy. Um, we have these little houses with balls that hang down, and this little fucker will grab the ball in his mouth and drag the entire house around with him. It is the craziest shit, but he's an absolute pleasure to watch. Um, well, yeah, Poseidon, we, we already have one. Our black cat is Zeus. So you got yin and yang. So you got Zeus and Poseidon. So um, all credit to Hero for that. I'm not smart enough to come up with that shit. But that's why she's the boss, and I am not. So, uh, Irish Connection is here with me. Say hello, sir. Good evening, everybody. Can everybody hear him okay? Give me a thumbs up, something. Uh, hello? Is this thing off? Is this thing off? Oh, by the way, um, rest in peace, Pee Wee Herman. That was a terrible tragedy, um, but I give him props for, you know, fighting cancer for six years and not telling everybody. I don't know if anybody's familiar with the note that he had left, you know, apologizing to his fans for never going public. But I know myself, I enjoyed Pee Wee's Playhouse in the movies. I thought it was fucking fantastic. Uh, an absolute icon. Uh, what's up, Dom? Um... Let's see. And Mad Dog says there's a whole nother side of my personality that I don't show much in the work world. Well, if you start wearing spikes and chains and shit, maybe things will get done around that joint, right? Go, go, go in, horns up, see what happens. So having said that, uh, it's been a minute again. We're in August. Things are going to start cranking up here. We're going to start getting into some stuff. I do want to say that, you know, we've settled on a date. August 23rd is going to be the spouse episode. We will have Mrs. Blame Tag here, Mrs. Irish Connection, and Mrs. Uh, Retail Wars on Hero herself. Um, it's unabashed. If Irish, if you haven't told your significant other or Blame Tag, um, you they're free to say whatever they want. And we're going to sit there and take it. All right, so I just, I just want to put that out there. So we're going to take the abuse and um, or, or the truth, and we're going to deal with it. It's kind of like counseling. And I do believe that it will be one of the most profound episodes we've ever done because we've talked about this for almost two years now, and it's actually happening. And it's going to be really nice to hear from the people that we're attached to what they had to go through while we were doing all this mess. So, Irish, I, I kind of want to throw it over to you there. What are your thoughts on what's going to come out of that? Ooh. Um, Ooh. I'm, I'm not going to come out of it looking very well, I don't think. Neither um, am I. It's, like, it's going to be cathartic, you know, because um, a lot of the stuff that uh, we talk about here that frustrates me, you know, obviously has an impact at home, you know, um, by proxy, you know, like... Uh, so I imagine that it will be probably a, a release valve for, um, for, for, for my wife to kind of get some things off her, off her chest. Off, off, I mean, to some degree, what she observed in me uh, and, and the stress levels I had, the kind of mood changes I had, but also how it impacted her. And that's very important as well. Like, you know, um, so, I mean, I, it could be heavy enough, but, uh, and hopefully a bit funny too, but. I, I imagine the big thing is ISIS, I expect it to be that uh, it'll be very similar 
the experience that my wife had will be the same as Hero and Mrs. Blametag. I, 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 w- I imagine there'll be a lot of um, uh, crossover there that essentially they could, uh, you know, the stresses that retail brings on you will be uniform internationally. Yeah, and, I, and just sneak peek, I know Hero and I were talking about it, and the one thing she said um, was, I'm more present, and, and, and that makes sense. You know, there's times I'll go sit out on the couch and, and just kind of hang with everybody or whatnot. Or there's been times we've played games and stuff. And that shit wasn't going on when I, it was. My day was shit. Leave me the fuck alone is what it was. I mean, just an absolute bear to be around. And, you know, I'm okay with whatever hero has to say. And I hope you guys are too, because I, I think it needs to be heard. I mean, it, it's this episode should be like a buyer beware kind of thing for people who you know maybe their spouse is in a different field and they're like hey I, th- I think I'm going to retail management you know let, let them know because it's it's not easy we know this and you know it's not as much about being management like like a store manager it's any position of responsibility you know whether you're a department manager or you know you're the you know if you're a department manager and you're the person in charge of that and you're you're getting text messages asking about did you get this completed and whatnot it's the same thing it's any kind of supervisory kind of position that people need to understand how what the toll it is on not only yourself but your family around you and you know it's like she said she knew that I was doing the things I was doing for them but it doesn't make it okay you know uh L's life says my wife called work my alone time wow um, eh, uh, I don't know what to say there. Um, and blame <laughs> takes says I have no responsibility. Yes, you do. Stop it. You do. They try to tell you that you don't, but by God, they treat you like you do. Right. And try so, not showing up. Yeah. Try not showing up and see what happens. You know, call in sick, you know, play hooky one day, you know, and, 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 and even then. If you're in a position where you don't have responsibility technically, but maybe you're over something or you're a key ingredient to the business and you're, you need to take time off. I mean, blame tag. I I think you can agree. I bet there's been times you've taken vacation and shit and you went back and you're like, fuck, like the wheels came completely off the wagon while you were gone. And you were the guy that was tasked to put it back together. Right. Um, and hero says he is responsible for giving satires to the masses. That's true. That's true. Um, so I'm looking forward to it. I mean, hero and I've had these discussions for quite a while since I, you know, got out and whatnot. Look, I understand. I, I was not a pleasant person. I'm still not a pleasant person sometimes because, you know, this PTSD and you kind of fall into ruts. And, and I'm one of these kind of people. We had a discussion one night and I was like saying, you know, my personality, like my home life, I'm, I'm a very peak and valley kind of, kind of person. It's like, you know, when when I'm, I'm really good, I'm good. And then I kind of like slope off and it's like, oh, leave me alone. And then I back up. It, 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 and that's a direct result of all that. And, I, you know, do, you, do any of you guys kind of feel that way? I mean, that you, I know you, some of you are still in it. Like you feel like your day to day is peak and valley. Like you, there's a moment that you realize that you're cool and you're fun and whatnot. And then even though you're not hurting anybody, you're just kind of keeping to yourself. You realize you're kind of like in a valley. Irish. Yeah, I, I mean, I go through almost the entire range of emotions on a daily basis. Like, you know, I mean, you know, there, there, I feel like certain parts of the day, I feel like just walking out and throwing up keys up in the air, and uh, and some other parts of the same day, I'm really enjoying the fact that you know uh, I have a good team surrounding me or whatever. It's it's it is straight. Now I don't know. Maybe, maybe all jobs are like that to an extent, but it's just they, I, I suppose the extremes that it can go to in in, in, in retail is 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 insane. Um, like uh, like for me, like there's I was kind of losing faith in retail for for a while, and the pandemic just 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 absolutely made my mind up. But like. Like say before, in, in in the episode that'll that'll be coming up on the twenty third, 
you know, I, I expect my wife will confirm that, you know, I was in a mild state of panic nearly all the time, you know. Yes. Uh, so even at home on a day off or after I finished work or whatever else, you know, I, I was I was there jumping, was no day you know? off. No, because like, you know, your 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 phone might go off or you get a notification and it's, it's you know, nine times out of fucking ten is work. And, and, and for some reason, I was very reactive to it, even though some of it was very small. You know, it could be like, you know, did you, you uh, something, something like an email that, that that could be sent in theory the following morning. I would have to action it immediately. You know, I was so I hope that she has seen some change there. But I, I have tried to consciously, you know, uh, you know, stop that. Like I, I, I have several uh, apps for work uh, on my phone, like cameras and, and sales data. So I deleted all of them. Just, just to have that break, you know, right? Um, because I was constantly stuck to it like a fucking newsfeed, you know, like as if I could do anything about it anyway, you know. But hopefully, she's seen some change there. But yeah, I go through the range of emotions on a daily basis. Still do. It's just maybe, hopefully, not as extreme. Well, I, the the sad part is, and and I don't think I'm a special case, okay? But I think to all of you, if you get out of it, if you're in management. You're going to experience it for years to come. I don't know when it's ever going to stop. I, I, I really don't. There's some days that I'm I'm on cloud nine and I feel great and, you know, we'll joke around with people. And there's some days like, you know, it, it could be literally be the next day. I just want to work and go home and everybody leave me alone. And I don't really have an answer for it. I mean, Hero is like, well, that's what they call depression. Maybe it is. I, I don't know. I mean, I'm not you know, into all that. I don't know how all that shit works. Maybe it is depression. I, I, I don't know, but you know, it, it's, it's weird. And, uh, you know, something I just saw in the chat, uh, Mel said, my husband works six doubles a week. He stays cranky. You damn right. He stays cranky and that's terrible. And you know what? I, you know, hero can tell you like a lot of different, like when I was at Hobby Lobby, you know, I'll say it. I don't care if Jesus is going to sue me. You can't, if, if I ain't got to give it to you, you know, sue me. I don't care. But anyway, you know, Hobby Lobby is where I logged in the most hours in one work week. And that was 94 hours, I believe. Okay. And, you know, it's there. were Yes, we closed at eight o'clock, but, you know, I went a period of time without having a co-manager and went several, several days. And if I'm not mistaken, a few months with just Sunday off, you know, one day a week off. And then even back then, that was when the DMs would have you come in on Sundays. And there were times that I didn't have a day off. And, yeah, I was cranky. And, and people don't understand what that does to you. Because you have no time. You come home, you're exhausted, you're pissed off, and your family who loves you, okay, for for whatever flaws you have or, or who you are that they chose to be with you, they love you, it doesn't matter because you're just like this big ball of grr, get the fuck away from me. And that's unfair, you know? And um, I'm glad I don't do that anymore. And... Yes, the job I have, I've said it numerous times, you know, I, I do kind of have it made, but there's still things that will irritate you, and there's still things, and it, and it really comes from, like, if I was brand new, the shit wouldn't bother me, but having been a store manager for, you know, 30 fucking years, almost, there are shit, there's shit you see that just grates your nerves. And man, it's hard. It really is because I shouldn't let it get to me. I really shouldn't. It shouldn't bother me. And I've had people tell me, hey, at least you care. All right, I get that. But I shouldn't. That's what this business does to you. It makes you care more than you should. There's shit that goes on around me that I should not give a fuck about. But it affects me. And that's part of what we've all been through. And that's what we're going to hear about when this episode happens. So I'm going to go through the chat real quick because we got a bunch of shit going on here. Um, let's see. Uh, let's go back to Mad Dog. My boss told me last I seem more frustrated, and I am. Understand. Uh, Blame Tank says, I've been better with 
my telling myself nothing that happens here matters pep talk. But yeah, I also have those moments I can't believe I don't just walk out. Correct. So we went over a mail statement about the six doubles a week. Um, and and Blame Tag said, that's fucking insanity, which it is. Um, and Mel responded with, yeah, it is, but his company prides themselves on great work-life balance. That's not work-life balance. That's work and no balance. Um, Mad Dog says, I haven't responded to anything for the last seven days. Won't be doing anything work-related until 8 a.m. tomorrow. So I'm assuming you're on vacation. If that's the case, props to you. That That's the way to be. Um, Blame Tag says, LOL, I get that quote-unquote work-life balance bullshit too. Um, Hero says, we were both guilty giving them 200% though. That is, that is true. That, that's something that I haven't really talked about. Hero worked for Jesus's craft store too. And she did a lot. You know, th- th- those were the formative years of mine and hers relationship. You know, I brought her down to where I was at. I need a floral department manager. She came in superstar great at what she does my district manager is like she's awesome and all of a sudden she gets yanked and she's doing store sets um that is something one day that we need to have episode about all the shit the hero had to do working for jesus's craft store running from to give you guys an idea all right so how many of you in the chat are familiar with new store openings that you've been part of like from the day the the doors open for the team to go in you just see a blank floor how many of you are familiar with that and the reason i say that is because the way things were operating back then our district manager would have hero go to almost every store in the district to pick through their overstock to fill spaces in this brand new store uh, that's correct, right, Hero, if I'm not mistaken, because I remember you running around in the Jeep with totes everywhere. But if somebody had a whole bunch of overstock of something across town, Hero would have to go get it and and bring it in. And this was on top of the trucks that were coming. Oh, Hero says, I wasn't hired to be her biographer. I'm just saying. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that's kind of the stuff uh, that's been going on. Uh, Blame Tag says, I've luckily never been part of a new opening. Don't don't do it if if they open one across town hey matt i mean uh blame tag matt star you you, you want to come say fucking no don't do it don't get caught up in the store set bullshit you'll never escape now irish i know you 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 know your job's a little different have you ever been part of something like that oh god yeah uh most recently in february uh, i've done about you know the last 10 years i've probably done about 40 yeah, it's a big part of what I do now, but you're in thrift. So yeah. how, let's say you guys are opening up a location, right? Mm-hmm. And how long does it take you from the day you guys go in to start working to the day you open? Uh, about six weeks. Six weeks? Mm-hmm. Hero. Yeah. It was What? It wasn't six weeks. It was like a week, wasn't it? If I'm not mistaken, the moment that the fixtures were in the building, they expected to have that thing open in a week, right? It's been a long time. Maybe two weeks. Well, Help me. Once, once the fixtures and and all the uh, kind of electronics, once that stuff's in, you you are looking at a shorter. You know, you're talking about two weeks. Um, but you know, from getting the keys to opening the door, it's about six weeks. Wow. Okay. So mad dog, when we worked for at home, oh, that's right. It was six days, six day turnaround from going in. All right. Hero was one month from fixtures till we went back home. So, uh, uh, Jesus craft store was one month back then at home was six days. And those stores for, for at home, are huge six days is a lot of fucking work a lot people drowning um gt geek says i was in charge of changing a store around and updating a sales for t-mobile it was annoying yep any kind of flip over change over as somebody used to say is a pain in the ass which which is worse for you it, it, it would it be opening a new store or would it be uh stock taking 
In what regard? Which is a bigger pain in the ass. Um, when you say stock taking, you do are you, are we talking about the same situation? Like, so we got a brand new store, you got somebody taking in the stock and then somebody stocking it. Is that what you're saying? Ah, no, maybe it's different terminology. Um, I'm talking about um, inventory. Sorry, we call it stock taking over here. Oh, so in, which is mm, depends on the location, and most times yeah. in, inventory's worse because you know opening a new store. And in most cases, you're just getting what will fill the shelf. Um, mm. Inventory, especially in a poorly ran store, and we ran into this a lot at um, Jesus' Craft Store. I had to go, and Hero had to go too. There were numerous times I get a phone call saying, hey, I need you at this store like an hour away tomorrow to help clean it up. And... <laughs> Those th th those are the worst. The cleanup runs are the worst, yeah. um, and typically the cleanup runs happen because inventory is coming. So yeah. there's times where you have to go clean up the store, and you think you're done, and then your boss is like, nope, I need you there to help wrangle in the inventory. And it turns into this big fucking fiasco. And they're like, oh, but you get hotel and per diem and blah, blah, blah. No, it's a fucking nightmare is what well, it is. I always found it, I was stuck doing inventory for uh, a couple of years where like, you know, three, four times a year, they'd, they'd send me to another fucking store to do it. But inventory is worse for me because there's nothing to look forward to. When you're opening a store, at least you can look forward to, you know, that kind of celebratory moment when you open the doors and you're like, ah, it's done. And you can well, watch the people. Shop. Inventory, all you got to look forward to is a bunch of fucking pissed off people wondering where the fuck everything went. Well, here's you know? the thing. To your point about enjoyment because the door opened, I can guarantee you there's not a damn soul in this chat who's ever opened a new store who was like, hooray, we got done. You were so pissed off by the time the doors opened, you didn't care if the fucking thing burnt to the ground. <laughs> because you have people fighting about getting shit done. It's To give you an idea. All right, so um, Mad Dog just put, as far as at home goes, you go in and you set the profiles for all the shelves and everything. You bring in 200 temporary employees, 2,000 pallets of merchandise, only two shifts, you have to open and detrash all the merchandise, build displays, and be open ready for customers in six days. I I remember the worst one I had was in 2010, I think. I was on the, the east side of Ireland, the other side of the country, near Dublin. Right. We were opening this store, um, and they had bought it you know, six months prior, and they spent millions on the fucking thing. But the last thing that they had to do, which was delayed, was the signage. It was almost, it was delaying things. It was, it was so behind. So I was there uh, the, the night. I was waiting for these guys to show up with the sign. So right. they come up and you have to plug this fucking thing in. It lights up, you know. So they're getting everything done and they drill through the wall and they hit a fucking wire. And it, it just takes out the entire power of the off like a oh, 25,000 square foot just store um now how the guy wasn't killed i don't know it, like it, whatever safety precautions we do but i had to make that phone call like at 11 p.m going yeah there's no going there's not going to be a store tomorrow <laughs> right <laughs> because like you know we have to get like you, you know you can't just get any electrician in to do that like that you need a company to come in because there's there's a main wire after being oh jesus it delayed it by another week i i'm pretty sure someone was shot over that jesus christ oh yeah yeah i mean it, it, that's just nonsense i mean absolute nonsense but what i want to do real quick is i kind of want to swerve a little bit uh blame tag you still with us koi koi welcome um so it, you know i posted my nice little graphic today of of axel and slash with the x logo over it talking about where do we go now um, I asked Irish before the stream if he understood what it was. And when I told him, he's a he, he got it. You know, it was a video still from Sweet Child of Mine. At the end of Sweet Child of Mine, you know, the, the lyrics go, where do we go? Where do we go now? Um, so I kind of want to throw to everybody that's here, this part of the community. Um, where do we go from this? All right. So, so Twitter has completely 
imploded. Absolutely imploded. I'm on it very little these days. I'm on it only to check up on you guys, see how y'all doing. Blame tag, cranky, Mel. Uh, also blame tag, real quick, where the fuck did Ranty go? Hadn't seen him in a while. And um, Sean William Brown, I see he's floating around. It's good to see he's back. Um, Berserk is gone, so we don't know what happened to him. And, uh, you know, I've looked at it. There's been all sorts of things come up as an alternative to Twitter, right? And I really hate social media at this point in time because it doesn't have anything that interests me because it's all political. And what I want to do is I want to show you why I'm sick of social media. So Spoutable came out, right? And Spoutable was going to be the ooh-ah replacement for Twitter. The, the format's a lot the same, etc. So, as you all know, we don't discuss politics and we don't discuss religion here. And that's perfectly fine by me, and I think that is the proper way to go. So I joined Spotify, and yes, fuck social media, Mel. And here's why. I don't, and when I post this, this isn't a political conversation. I just want to show you why all this bullshit is nonsense. All right. So I signed up for Spoutable and I haven't been on it in, you know, very, we'll get into the alien thing in a minute. Stop. You're pressing buttons. Hero, tell her stop. Um, anyway, um, so I get this email, right? And I'm like, from Spoutable. And this is it. Happening now on Spoutable, former President Donald Trump indicted. Former President Trump, blah, 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 blah. Four count, 45 page, blah, blah, blah. For further insights and discussions on this topic, you can join the conversation on Spoutable. Fuck that shit. I am sick of politics. I don't give a fuck what side of the aisle you're on. Once again, I will tell you it's two heads of the same fucking snake. And this is the problem with fucking social media. It's all fucking politicized. The algorithms play to the divisiveness. And I'm done with it. I'm absolutely fucking done with it. I mean, I signed up for a platform to just try and see if it's an alternative. And they send emails like that. That's not even in the realm of my interest. It's not even what we do. It's not what... Nothing. I didn't get a fucking email saying... Hey, the Teamster said, fuck you, UPS, and it made shit better. No, you don't get that. You get political discourse, and I don't want any part of that. I think it's nonsense, and I think it's a waste of fucking social media because what social media has become is toxic, and it's a place for people to argue about shit that most people don't even know the fuck what they're arguing about at all, period. And we're over here trying to talk about how retail sucks, Customer service jobs suck. We need more money. Shit needs to get better, etc. But no, you you got a, a brand new platform emailing me. There was no survey asking what my political affiliation was. I, honestly, I don't have one. But anyway, there was nothing in, in anything I did to sign up for them to say, I want to see this. And this is the email they send you. Hey, you're on Spoutable. Here's what's happened. Come talk about it. And it's political. Fuck that shit. That's bullshit. Done with it. Done with fucking Twitter. Twitter's the same fucking way. We have to find a way, and and we've talked about Reddit before, to narrow... It's, it's kind of like, you know, rat experiments where they make rats run through the maze and, 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 and whatnot. We need to find a way to direct people that are into what we're talking about to commune in one place. And with that, I have thought about the fact that, you know, I, I did try to do a war zone website, whatever. I think we need to go back to forums bulletin boards something that's invitation you know you can sign up you follow the same rules as we have here on the podcast 
and it's a free-for-all. You guys can talk about all this shit all you want um, as long as it doesn't violate the rules. And if that's something you're interested in, I'm more than willing to do that. But, you know, I saw Mel, you posted on Twitter, you know, basically fuck social media. That's where we're at right now, and I hate it. Absolutely fucking hate it. So do you guys have any suggestions where to go? That was the whole point of the picture. Where do we go now? I don't give a fuck about indictments. I don't give a fuck about Biden. I don't give a fuck about Trump. None of that shit concerns me because it'll all figure itself out in the end. You know, I'm more concerned with let's talk about the things that are important to us in real time that affect us in real time. And those two motherfuckers going back and forth, don't. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. Because every politician makes promises to get elected, and they never back them up. So just fuck that nonsense. So what do we do? Irish, any insight there? We've tried a few different things. Um, I think anywhere where the public um, can comment, uh, retweet, gather in a space without any controls, we're fucked which means pretty much the whole social media thing. Because we, have no we, we have no control over things like Twitter um, uh, and other aspects. Because whatever community that, if you want control, we're going to have to make a kind of private invitation only, as you said, that kind of thing. Right. Um, and um, like, unfortunately, in things like Twitter, um, apart from the fact it was just mostly an echo chamber of bullshit, it, it was, it's also, you know, it's, it's, I don't know if it's the right platform because the, the whole purpose of something like Twitter is just to go viral. And I, I, I think we're more, we more substance than that. Like, okay, some of the shit that we say is funny and like should go viral, but maybe, but you know, we're, we're actually here for discussion and, and like right. what, what social media platform is about discussion. I don't think there's any left. No. And, and, and that's my point is like Irish and I were talking, I'm going to give you guys some statistics. All right. And this, None of this is like tooting horn because these, these are low numbers, you know, by far, but you know, we were talking about the podcast earlier and I was pulling up the stats from Warzone, and honestly on, uh, you know, Spotify and whatnot, whatever shows up is what I post. So, you know, there's been therapy episodes, there's been whatnot, but you know, as of right now, today, we've got 12,564 plays on on uh, the podcast, on the audio side. Roughly 51 plays per episode. But the most important thing is our top 10 episodes. So I want you guys to think, if, if you guys have been here around, um, what has been the most popular? The Justice for Evan is number one. Um, that's 175 plays. The Unquittable Job, the manager in your head, is number two. When we had the HR manager, it's number three. Uh, the Cult of the Forbidden Fruit, when we had H from Australia on, uh, is the next one. Mad Dog, uh, your episode about bargain stunt, 166 plays. That's next up. Matt Mitchell from It's a Southern Thing, which is a personal thing for me. It doesn't involve retail. It's just somebody I really, really like and appreciate what he does. He was the next one at 162. Uh, the Traits of a Toxic Boss, 161. The Lost Art of Staying in Your Lane, 156. Pet Peeves and Things That Annoy You in the Retail Business, 155. The Customer is Not Always Right, um, which I believe was with Randy Bastard was 153. So there's an audience out there for the stuff we talk about. But getting the message out's hard when you're falling through the cracks, as Irish said before, you know, the stream, um, and getting it out there. So what do we do? Where do we go? Because I've met some great people here. Um, Big Quit Energy, he goes, I guess BQE was a brand new account, and I was just careful with it. I should clarify that. My old personal account is a dumpster fire. LOL, okay. Uh, Mad Dog says, LOL. Um, Blaine Tech says, this all I've been doing, Big Quit, and it hasn't helped. 
Bigfoot says, in case no clear alternative shows up, my Twitter feed is a lot more tolerable since I did that. Um, and, you know, Bigfoot also said, you know, the way this thread went was one way to make Twitter work is to invest some time in cleaning up who you follow and spend a few days disabling or blocking tweets served up to you that you don't like. Okay, I get that. But guess what? We shouldn't have to deal with them at all. There's yeah, no, uh, hold on just a second, Irish. Yeah. There's no retail specific place to go. And having said that, Irish, go ahead and say what you're going to say. Yeah, but pretty much the same as what you just said there. Like the, 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 the problem is that you can get fucking hijacked. You know, uh, we, we, let's just say for argument's sake, we, uh, one of the episodes that you spoke about there, uh, Justice for Evan, for example, if that happened to go viral, right, we would be inundated with political bullshit. Right. That's the problem is that like, you know, you'll get brigaded and people will come on and they'll blame the left, the right, the mid, whatever the fuck. That's the problem. I, I don't know if there's a way of controlling that. Probably not. Uh, not without a lot of maintenance and effort or, and then in a way you're, 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 you're it's kind of counterproductive because you're limiting then um, people that may want to contribute. I don't know. It's a really, really difficult one. May, maybe really, really simple message board stuff is maybe it's more suitable you know um I, I, I don't know i mean i don't know what the answer is because guys look i know i've been absent for a while and i needed to take a much needed break i just got burnt out i got burnt out with all the negativity on social media i got burnt out with the fact that we put so much work into this that it hasn't picked up i mean it, it just it, it 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 was time to kind of relax for a while I've spent my time playing guitar, and actually, to be perfectly honest with you, I've spent my time playing way more Zelda Tears of the Kingdom than any human should probably play. I'm 235 hours into it. Um, I'm really mad because I beat the game, and after I did all this other stuff, I'm only at 59% completion, so that pissed me off. But anyway, I needed the break, and, and a large part of the break came from having roadblocks everywhere we went. You know, yes, we have journalists reach out to us. And, and it's become a point where the journalists reach out to us for our contacts. They they want us to send them people. You know, it's not like we have like a major publication out there saying, hey, we want to spotlight the retail war zone and what it's doing for the working class. It, it, that's not happening. They want to hear from the people I know that are in the industry. And that's fine. I get that. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not mad about it. That's fine. We, we've had some press and whatnot. Unfortunately, it's always been insider. But we'll take whatever we can get. But it, it's just kind of sad at this point because the things we talk about are important. And, the, and it just gets buried. I mean, completely buried. And nobody sees it. And we do a long-form thing, which is, which is a, an issue in itself. And I don't have the time to sit down and cut snippets. I mean, I've done that in the past for TikTok and whatnot. It, 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 there's no reward to it. And, and when I say reward, I don't mean monetarily. I mean, there's no community growth doing that. And it's like, what do we need to do? Because Iris said before we went live We've covered some seriously important things in this industry that people sh should key on that no one's heard. And I, I just don't know. I, I don't know where we go from this point. And, you know, any suggestions are welcome. Um, Blame Tank says, I'm waiting for Insider to cease and desist me. Probably, yeah. Uh, Blame Tank says, I've also been slacking too hard on Zelda. Look. I, okay, this is off topic. I just want to put that out here. Blame tag, just to let you know, I found every well. I completed every single side mission, which is 139. I've completed all the main story, all the main missions, all the shrines, all the light routes, every single piece of armor. And when I finally decided the other night to go fight Ganon, when I got done, my completion percentage is 59%. Kind of mad about that. But anyway, that's what that is. That's a different story for a different time. But there you go, blame tag, just to let you know. Um, 
L's Life said to open a new Coles once and no one knew how to do a return. See, that's the kind of thing, too, that we deal with. You, you open a store and you have people and they're not trained. But anyway, going back to the social media thing, I, I don't know. I mean, what do you guys want to do? I've met some great people through Twitter. I really have. I've met some great people through Reddit, Irish being one of them. But where do we go from here? I mean, do you guys want to do a message board or do we just want to float around and find something new to, to latch on to? I mean, Twitter was like a big thing and we're all just kind of hanging out there waiting for it to, to disintegrate. But Irish, you got off of Twitter how long ago? Uh, a couple of months. And, and why did you do that? It was it was just a shit show. I couldn't that my my uh, my feed was just full of bullshit, and I didn't. Exactly. I only followed like thirty people, and and it's it's I don't know. It, it, I just get annoyed at like you know the suggestions. Even oh, someone you follow likes something. That, I don't care. It's <laughs> I don't care what donuts someone likes. You know I don't know. All of that shit where it's trying to drive more traffic just annoys me. I just, I'm a much more simple person. I just, you know, right. I don't know. But what I'll say, what I'll just say is, I forget how long this is going on now, but we, why, why I started um, listening and then contributing um, is slightly different from why I stayed. So if you remember way back, um, mm -hmm. the first episode that I was on, I finished the episode by saying like, you know, like, well done. It's, it's, it's a great start. I really hope you guys, you know, um, you know, light a fire or some words to that effect or something. Like that. That's why I started. I, I started thinking like, cause I was, I was depressed. I was losing my fucking mind. And I was like, we, we, we need better. We deserve better. And I still believe that. I still believe that. You know, someone needs to represent, you know, retail workers and workers of a kind of ordinary jobs, for want of a better word, more generally better. But why I stayed, I think, is a lot of the reasons why people here in the chat. It's it's fun. It's a small little community um, and there's great camaraderie ship here. Um, it, there's a lot of humor and funny stories. So like, there's there's kind of two sides to it. I don't know if it's worth breaking into two where you have a kind of a more almost like a tales from retail YouTube channel and then a more serious side to that where people can tune in. I don't know if that's one way of uh, getting traffic to it, but maybe the reality is maybe I, well, for me, we're just fucking too old for this shit. I don't mind long form things. I have an attention span, but that's not the way social media and YouTube is set up. Right. It's everything is just snippets and sound bites and, like TikTok is the greatest example of the the the, the deterioration of the attention span, you know, in my opinion. It's just Well, you know. you bring up a good point. And maybe we really bring in a third party, somebody from the community, um, who helps us and sets up obviously like a retail war zone thing. We're all in it together, who really takes the reins in doing the clips. And the things that they think will bring people in. I mean, that, you know, here's the thing. I mean, I've been doing this, you know, from a tech standpoint solo the entire time. Obviously, I have Irish, okay? But that's it. I, I, I do all this on my own. Maybe we need somebody from the community to join us and be like, say we do tonight. And we post it. And they have access and they can say, all right, what I'm going to do is I'm going to pull this and this and this, and this, and I'm going to put it on, you know, whatever. Maybe we need a third party involved that can kind of snipe in the things they think will hit to bring people here. Maybe that's what we need to do. Now, if there's any of you out there who are interested in that, DM me on, on X slash Twitter slash circling the bowl before it dies and we could talk about it. Maybe we have somebody in the group who watches these things in full and thinks that, hey, well, this this little 30-second segment is important. The rest of it is, isn't. How can we utilize people in the community to help push us forward? The thing about that is none of us make any money doing this. So it's not, if anybody wants to participate, there's no money. This is all... 
you know, a passion project, if you would say. I don't make any money on this. I mean, I you know, the last shirt I sold was like six months ago. You know, I don't make any money doing this. Irish doesn't make any money doing this. We do this out of goodwill, and it's just something we believe in. So if we have somebody that wants to come into the fold, don't expect to get paid. I mean, we, 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 we talk about retail and wages and stuff like that. Look, this is a grassroots thing. You know, I, I don't want any, and that's why I've done so much of it by myself because I don't want, you know, somebody to feel like, Hey, I've done a lot of work. I deserve something, you know, it, 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 your time matters. Okay. So if we've got somebody who wants to contribute, look, I get it. Your time matters, but I work in a grocery store. I I can't pay anybody, you know? Uh, I don't think anyone's going to expect that. I mean, I, I, I'm well aware I am the, uh, I, I'm, the, I'm the best co-host that the war zone can afford. Let's put it that way, you know. Um, but like, right, right. It, 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 I don't think anyone that would have an interest in this would expect <clears throat> money. At least, look, I don't think so. Look, I've I've seen, I've I've seen some channels that are mildly similar uh, in the past. Now, mind you, I haven't watched them in probably over a year. Um, Fantavision was one of them. Um, like that started off by just giving off about. Okay, hold you know, up, hold. I know you mentioned Fantavision. So, so let me give you some insight into those guys right now, because mm. you know who he's connected with, right? Ah, uh, that idiot that we just right. bring on once. All right. Yeah. So yeah. what they've done is they've pivoted away from the retail thing, and yeah, uh, scam a lot does some shit with That's retail. Last time I checked, you know, same thing. He he scopes out news articles and does his. Oh, hot dang it. And we got, you know, whatever. Okay. But it's a more entertainment thing. He, he tries to push the fact that he's pushing like he really cares, but it's all about money, you know, because, you know, he's got a brand new house and, and blah, blah, blah. He makes it, he's a YouTube content creator and he's trying to make money doing it. Yeah. I have a job. Everybody in my family has a job except one we pay our bills and whatnot. I don't, this, this isn't like a life force for me. So that's the difference between, and Fanta did the same thing. Fanta broke off and started doing other things. And yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. not going to break off and do other things because I don't fucking care. Does that make sense? Yeah. I, I, what, what I liked about the early, and I never watched uh, Scamalot. I, I, I found He's just obnoxious, to be honest. But Fantavision, what I liked about him, <clears throat> the start of Fantavision, was um, it was authentic. It was real. You know, it he was. was just he was complaining about his day, and usually he had a friend there, and they were just. And he actually has some very insightful things to say. In fairness, for a young guy, yeah. Um, but you know what I'm what I think our target audience is likely to be is disgruntled and ex retail managers. Correct. Um. I don't think we'll get a lot of traction in the youth because they probably don't care that much. They're, they they haven't invested enough time in it um, to care. You know, they haven't had the, the years go by where they're, you know, pissing off family members and, you know, this. So I think now it's a very niche market. I appreciate that. But we, yeah, we have covered some very, we're going to, at, at some point, we're going to have to revisit the things that you covered in the early days because you've got some really good topics at the start. Um, <clears throat> which I, which I think is coming soon. Probably. Yeah. I mean, you know, it, it's, I, 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 we're always going to be very niche. I don't know if, um, if it's going to develop into a snowball or I don't even know if we're even fucking qualified to do it. If, if it ever developed into a thing where we gain traction and start, you know, people start paying attention. I, I don't know where I, I might have to tap out. You know? Well, <laughs> but, he, here's the thing, to be honest with you, if I was setting a goal, Look, you got people out here wanting, you know, half a million subs and whatnot. Look, my goal, honestly, if we get a thousand people, maybe fifteen hundred subscribed, I'm good with that. Because chances are that one thousand to fifteen hundred have been in the trenches. And I like what you just said about managers. So I think you have a tangent that you're going on, so continue. Oh, not really. To be honest with you, uh, you know, it's it's just I I do think that the 
that is our most likely target. The, mo- the people that are most likely to be interested in this type of stuff, lo- like long form stuff, will be people with the experience that they've lived it and they've, ex- you know, they've had the, you know, they, they, they've had the issues that come along with it, like such as the sleepless nights and the, the, the angry spouse and everything else. Um, and, you know, I'll, I'll, we'll be missing a lot of people. The general public that haven't worked retail, obviously, will only be interested in any sort of like funny, you know, snippets that you can clip. Um, but, you know, there's definitely a body of work there that is going to be interesting for the future. We're not going to be right on everything. I think yeah. that there's a lot of integrity um, from the stuff that you've covered so far. And it's genuine. It's coming from people who actually work. Like it's you're 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 not an armchair general. You you have worked, and I I I don't claim to be anything you know special. I I've worked in you know big box, small box, various different levels of management. Right. But I you know I I haven't I have I'm not claiming to be the best one, the worst one. And I have been every type of manager that we've discussed here. I've been an asshole. I've been Same. all about the team, and you know, I've I've been everything. And and just that is interesting to me. Um, because I have lived it. Um, it's not going to be for everyone. Maybe we're always going to be very niche and very small. Um, and we're probably doing some really basic shit wrong. Like probably long form on YouTube is just never going to work. The yeah, algorithm you're, you're is just right. going to crush you. you know? You're right. And, and I think for that point, I mean, look, I mean, I've kind of backed off the past few months and whatnot. I do think the way this thing should work is like you and I collaborate on like a 15 minute video and we put that out and then like once a week or maybe once every two weeks we have a live stream because then you have the small snippet that people can digest and then you have the interaction on live stream and Mm. and I I think that might be the way but I also think something you keyed on that is worth investigating especially where you moderate Maybe we need to go recruit managers and let them talk because a lot of what we've done and a lot of what we discuss circulates around people in that position of power. And maybe we find a way to cultivate or draw in store managers anonymously to talk about their experiences because when I first started this whole thing the point I was trying to make was look you're a store manager you're tasked to do a lot of things and you're tasked to do a lot of things that harm your employees and it would be really nice if we could find, even if it was pre-recorded video, a string of store managers, like long-term, who can talk about how the commands from them upon high cause, you know, problems with their stores and their staffs and whatnot. Because the one point that you made that, that is true the people that are going to watch the long-term videos are the ones that are long-term managers. That's 100% correct. The hourly associate who feels like the job is shit and it's unfair isn't going to watch an hour-long video listening to people talk. So maybe we kind of pull back and talk and figure out how we can service both the groups. Does that make sense to you, Irish? I, I think we're closer to the answer with that train of thought, yes. Uh, I, I honestly don't know, like, I, I know it depends. I mean, it's it's your channel, so you have your own kind of personal goals. Like, you know, everyone else is here because they obviously like it for some reason or another. Um, I think that, that that's important. You've got your core group now. You've had them for a while. You know who to trust. Um, and, and by the way, for everyone in the chat, feel free to come on anytime i can tap out at a moment's notice you you know if you want to come on and talk about your you know your, your time in management whatever else you know i suppose it's probably not healthy to always be hearing from me yes you have the international kind of um thing to bounce this is obviously predominantly american audience if you like it, it might be interesting to bounce off uh, you know someone from overseas but at the same time you know it might not always be appropriate and and like maybe focusing on you know the management that one one 
like it didn't take you long to get into that, Steve, because I think one of your first episodes that I watched was Minimum Wage. That was one of your early ones, like two or yeah. three. Um, and then like two episodes later, I was on the fucking show. Yeah. You know, so like, I mean, and that was the one about um, what keeps you up at night, the management stuff. And, you know, it was it was because of the, you know, the topics that you were discussing in the hour long episodes that I was watching that caught my attention. But unfortunately, well, for, first of all, at the time I was redundant because, you know, my, my store closed down because of the pandemic. So I had time. But most people just won't get there. And that's fine. I mean, that's let's be honest. If, if someone showed me an hour long video of a channel I never seen before, the chance of me getting more than a minute right. in is probably slim. Yep. I get it, you know. So I don't know, maybe if 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 you got let's say what are we by, by by Christmas time, if you got ten managers, um, not on the show, but just even in the chat. I don't know. It might just give some other, more insight. Um, I re because if you do go for the low hanging fruit and the viral stuff, you're just going to, you're going to get one or two things, you know, you, you know, the, the TikTok nonsense where everything is just, you know, noise and trying to go viral with a clip, or you're just going to get the people that you actively discourage in the chat, which are the ones that want to talk about politics or religion. Right. Know? Well, the, the point is I never want to go for lay, low hanging fruit because that's easy. And that's what, what makes it different. Now, Hero just posted in, in the chat, I may be alone in this, but I've always felt the people telling their own stories with the chat supporting and interacting with them are the best of the war zone. The stories mm -hmm. are interesting and the chat is endearing. I agree with that. And Hero, I'm assuming that you mean like when we have somebody on the show and they're talking about their stories? Um, and that's something we need to get back into. And and real quick, it just throws out there. Um, I'm going to have Adam Cott back on with his second book here shortly. He messaged me earlier. <laughs> um, I have not read the second book yet. I told him I just have had time. So that's coming here shortly. So we'll have him on that. The, the book, I believe it's called The Patron Saints of Grocery. So that will be cool. Um, so that's coming. But, you know, likewise... I haven't reached out to anybody to be on the show in a long time. I really haven't. Uh, I, I'm not sure. I think maybe, and I could be wrong, I think Shauna Potter was the last person we had on that isn't in the community, I think. Um, and But we're coming into a time where we need to start looking at other people. I, I think we need to bring Erica for, you know, Justice for Evan back on to talk about a lot of things. Um, and even the Justice for Evan folks, uh, Jana as well, um, to kind of get an update on what's going on there. So I, I foresee there being another Justice for Evan episode in the near future. Um, but I, I do like the idea of getting store managers in here. And I don't know how to go about that. Um, Irish, you may need to snipe some people where you're at because mm. you will have far more visibility of those people than i will um if you get people if you can vet well, and find out if, where they're at we can do that if i could just give you some insight there that this is just i could talk to you about this offline as well but look essentially um i i joined that community on reddit when it was ten thousand uh, subs it's approaching ninety thousand now and the content has gotten significantly worse. And I'm not talking about politicized stuff now. It's just, it, all it is is just people with the same seven fucking topics over and over again, um, regurgitating just, just petty complaints. <laughs> but like, it used to be a bit more insightful where people were a bit more, had a bit more discussion. I, I, that's what I worry about as well. It, sometimes, uh, I don't know, you, you, you might lose... Um, when there's too much noise in the chat or something. Oh, and by the way, blame tag. I, I see the, the the comments. There's nothing directed towards you. I hope you do go viral. I just don't think it's the most appropriate thing, <laughs> strategy for this particular channel. But, um, but your, you know, the, the serving times is a different story. I'd love to see that go viral. But I don't know. Yes, I will try and snipe. It's it's um it it. I definitely have more visibility, but I I I uh, I wouldn't be holding your breath either. Right. It's hard. It really is hard. 
because that's the thing about Reddit is people get to type whatever they want to type, get the shit out of their system and move on. It's really hard getting people to commit to something other than that, correct? Yeah, I mean, I and, and like I think uh, we were better at this once upon a time. I, I remember we, we had a good few people on the show. Like you had a guy from Australia on one time. Um, uh, I think he was in worked in an Apple store or some of that. Um, yeah, we we probably should be a bit more targeted. Um, with with you know getting more stories from uh, managers, we probably all know a couple of managers that aren't aware of this and maybe need a. Uh, do what I do, just be anonymous, more or less. Like you know, there's no camera if they want that. Um, I don't know. Uh, it's that might you know. It would be nice to hear some other stories as well, just to freshen things up, I suppose. Um, Blame yeah. tag. Just to let you know, I just texted uh, Erica to see. I'm sure they would. Uh, that and if so, that would be something that would happen quick. Uh, I hear from her a lot, so she's great. I mean, she is really, really into it. Hello, Pluto. Where do you come from, Pluto? Please tell us. We've had some interesting people in here tonight. I'd like to know where you come from, new people that we haven't seen. But so it's it's been great tonight, guys. You know, um, we're we're gonna keep. I really feel like the therapy sessions are going to continue in more frequency versus war zone. I really see war zone being once a month to be perfectly honest with you. But the thing with war zone being once a month is Irish myself and whoever else is involved. We can have something that is impactful, you know, instead of doing a retail war zone every week, we can have one a month that is, you know, like boom, punch you in your nose. Um, and the retail therapy sessions will continue. I mean, I've always said that. I believe that I think the therapy sessions are cool because we have random things and stuff like that. It's great. But I do want to make sure that everybody really, really hones in on the 23rd. The 23rd of August with the spouse episode is going to be the rejuvenation re-kickoff of the retail war zone. Um, I will decide at that point whether or not it's once a month or twice a month. So the activity that we have around that, the interaction we have around that is going to determine whether we have one or two a month. If we don't have one or two a month, we will have random uh, therapy sessions to fill the gaps. In Irish, I know there's going to be some nights you can't. I'll send you an email when we're having a, a therapy session. If you're like, no, man, I'm wasted. I can't do it. That's okay. I mean, if you're tired, no pressure go to sleep it's okay but i appreciate your dedication to all this i you i i consider you a great friend i think our we're both on the same page and look we're still in our infancy we're we're on like year three right there's a long way to go but i've been absent for a while needed to take a break and um we're about to kick it back up there's not gonna be like big graphic differences or anything like that it's gonna look the same but I, social media is so toxic. I'm done. So, yeah, I, w I would kind of concur with that, Steve. It, it's I don't know if social media is going to help, except give you more headaches. Yeah. Now, Blaine Tag just has proposed something, and I think this is good because I have no problem riding on the coattails of the serving times because it's great satire. Um, blame tag said, let's do a feature in the serving times about the spouse episode, like a week before Mel said, do that. Um, yeah, let's do that. Let's coordinate. Let me know blame tag what you want to do. Pluto says, what do you think of all the strikes going on? Seems there are a dime a dozen nowadays. Yes, they are, but we need them. Look, as far as do strikes work, I will refer you to the teamsters and UPS. UPS hasn't had air conditioning in those vans ever. They're going to now. Thanks to the Teamsters. Pluto yeah, says, for fucking sure we could use more of them. Pardon my French. Ha -ha. Yes, we need all the strikes we can to support the working folk. And it, it's we're at that point where we're seeing an inflection point with labor and 
and unions. And it needs to continue. It really does. Because the cost of living is way too high. Um, AI is coming around the corner. Um, we need to get things in line now to make sure humanity can survive on the wages that they're getting before everything's replaced by a computer. And I want to touch on a minute real quick before we go about a conversation I had with somebody, and I'm going to revisit this conversation to see if they'd like to participate. We were talking about um, the Screen Actors Guild and the Writers Guild striking and about the advent of AI. And the person I was discussing this with um, has interest in being an actor and understood the importance of AI and that if we as a society becomes on AI, uh, becomes dependent on AI, then we need UBI, which is a universal basic income. Because if machines are going to replace our jobs, we need money to survive or shit needs to be free. And I'm actually going to talk to him tomorrow or the next time I see him and see if we can set something up to have him on the show. Because I think he has some very good insight. And I think that will be a great episode, but I will let you guys know. But think about that for a minute. If AI is going to take over a bunch of jobs, the people that had those jobs, how are they going to survive? Yeah, we're, we're getting to that point where technology is going to force governments to pay people to sit at home. And there's a lot of people who look at that and say, oh, well, that's laziness. No, if you don't have the jobs to do, you need money to survive, right? So either give us money or make shit free, right? Right, right Irish? I absolutely agree. I think that's the way to go. Yep. So having said that, everybody, thank you for being here this evening. It's been cool. Uh, August 23rd, spouse episode is important. Will we have a therapy session between now and then? Probably. I'll let you know. But having said that, everybody have a great night, and we will see you next time.